Hello, everybody, and welcome to Ultimate Imagineer Season 1, Week 3. Yes, we are at Week 3 of Ultimate Imagineer. Isn't it crazy? We now have two contestants in the finale, and that's all from your votes. Now we, you get to fill that slot with the third contestant. So let's, ju- let's jump right in to this week's matchup. This is Ultimate Imagineer, a month-long competition here on the Dyslexic Podcast. Six contestants go head-to-head to create the most unique attractions for your votes. Each week I draw a ride type and a pop culture reference at random, and the contestants have three days to come up with their pitches. They then pitch their ideas to you, the listener, and you vote on social media who moves forward in the competition. Let's get started. Today, with me, I have Cassie from Illinois. Hey! And Ivy from Florida. Hi! Best of luck to both of you, and I'm super excited to hear your ideas. By the luck of the draw, these two had to create a river raft ride based on the hit horror comedy Beetlejuice. Yes, that's a mashup, and that's why I love this competition. (laughs) So, let's go ahead and jump right into it. Cassie, present us with your idea for a river raft ride based on Beetlejuice. Hi, I'm Cassie, a Capricorn, 25. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So with my ride, it's going to be Beetlejuice, the ride for the recently deceased. Ooh. And I'm going to start with the line to get on it. So with this one, it's going to feel kind of like how the Haunted Mansion in Disneyland feels, where you see the mansion, but instead it's that house on the hill. And you don't really see a whole lot of the water aspects. Mm-hmm. Um, so you walk up into the house. You go up the stairs into the attic where everybody gets into their respective grave. Ah! So the raft um, vehicle is going to be uh, six, five, five, <laughs> sorry, five <laughs> individual graves all um, pinwheeled out from each other and it's going to have the backs of each seat be a gravestone and then in between look like the astroturf grass material. Ooh! Interesting. So, as you all aboard, you go a little bit further since you are in the attic. A cast member knocks on the drawn um, door on the brick wall three times and you go through the wall. It's. I will also say everything is also sized much larger to fit the water raft vehicle. Of course, yeah. And as you go through, um, oh, sorry, need to read. Oh no, you're fine. You go into a dark room, um, with a quick turn left and a turn right, so you're all swirling around a little bit. It's dark, you have twinkly, eerie music playing, and as you start to focus in on what you're looking around at, you're passing through the miniature town on both sides, Um, but it's, of course, larger because you've shrunk down the town size. (laughs) You're going past the red bridge, past the house, into the graveyard. As you get to the graveyard, you start to go a little faster with the water, and um, the music gets a little bit more intense. You see that large grave in front of you that says, Here lies Beetlejuice. As you approach, you get faster, faster, till it looks like you're almost about to run into it. And then you hear Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. And then right before it looks like you're going to hit it, 
it's actually a trick and you go down a small little incline uh decline kind of similar to the size of disney um world's pirates of the caribbean that quick little jump down so maybe about 15 feet just to get below it Um, wow i know and then uh the the lighting is dark again and then things get a little bit colder and your the floor is actually all water but the way they have light shining down on it is going to be a big wonky checkerboard pattern and you're going to have doors all around you and you go through the first door and you are back in the house but instead of it being how it originally was it is now the Dietz version where it is cold and spooky and the statues are everywhere um and you're starting actually from the attic again and going down the staircase which of course is sized differently so that way this whole raft fits it <laughs> it doesn't feel out of place <laughs> <laughs> and you notice that the rail on the staircase goes from a rail to a snake and then Beetlejuice's head pops out on you the ride does a quick little spin around and you do a curve and you go past the living room and then you get the dining room which is a quick t- like not even 20 second blip of the last seconds of that dining scene where you have the people dancing at the table to the banana boat song (laughs) so you see the animatronics of each character which is really one of the few times you see characters um you see them do a quick pose sit down and then get like shrimp hands to the face and then um, after that, it cuts you, you spin around a little bit more again, and then you're going out the front door, and out into the front door, the door, when you look at it, looks like the size of a normal door on your side, and when it opens, the back side of the door is going to be three times the size, and then you're in a different sound stage, but this one is very, very bright, it is also a giant desert. filled with all these odd shapes and stuff and of course in the distance you have a um light on the uh a light projecting onto the walls to make it look like in the distance there is a sandworm and you keep going keep spinning you accelerate a little bit more again and you don't notice it because of the trick of the eye once more But as you are about to approach the end, a sandworm head comes up over the ride. And at this point, it's kind of like that Jurassic Park feel where as soon as that head of that sandworm comes over you, you go straight down (laughs) in a big splash. Oh my gosh, that'd be so fun. And it is cold one more time. But as you're all coming down at the very bottom, it doesn't just end there. You have Beetlejuice as that carnival character. Huge, big, and then he does those big um, mallets down. It hits yet on both sides. It doesn't actually hit you, but it just happens to land perfectly. You do one more spin. One more spin, black room, and the ride's done. That is fantastic. I love that. I would love to go on a river after lots of drops. Because like you said, Jurassic Park, and 
funny enough, in Singapore, Jurassic Park uh, is a river raft ride, so it do- it does have that kind of steep drop yeah. as a raft ride. So that's what's really interesting about that, because like I feel like that's a concept I definitely wouldn't, wouldn't have thought of, and that's why I host the show and don't compete. Yeah. <laughs> well, my original ride, I was like, ooh, this sounds more like a flume. I was like, no, no, no. I'll make everything gummy thick so it can fit the raft. <laughs> <laughs> that was fantastic. Thank you so much. No problem. <laughs> and now we're going to move over to Ivy. Ivy, tell us about your river raft ride based on Beetlejuice. Okay. So in the queue, I did not come up for a name because I'm so bad at naming stuff. Um, But in the queue, you go through the waiting area from the movie. So you know how, like, on the Simpsons ride, in the queue, you can see, like, the characters and stuff before you go on the actual ride. And they've got kind of, like, screens of the characters and a few um, statues of them or, like, simple animatronics. Right. So it's kind of like that. And it's the characters that are in the waiting area that have died. Um, after that, in the queue, you pass into the filing room that it's a little messy. There's paper hanging from the ceiling. Um, after that, guests will board their raft. The water will carry them along a small path before turning a corner and coming to the brick wall um, that projects green lights and green colored smoke. And you hear three knocks in the distance before the raft goes through the smoke. After you pass through the smoke, the raft enters into, it's like an enclosed area. The area is lit up and the water is shallow enough that guests are able to see that they are going over a checkered floor. The walls all around are also checkered pattern. The raft will pick up pace and they will move faster down the path. Along both sides of the path, there's the doors lining the walls and various mirrors placed throughout. There is also a couple of windows One of the windows, the curtain is blowing to the side to reveal the lost souls that are trapped within. This is through the use of a screen. The raft will turn so that, you know how um, on Popeye where the raft kind of spins so that every guest can look around? Yes, yeah. Yeah, so that happens on this as well so that every guest is kind of able to see everything as the raft is passing through the scenes. After this, the raft will begin to travel very quickly and a little more aggressively as they leave this scene and go into the next area. Along both sides of this, so now they're outside, it is like the guests have been shrunken to the size of the model that Adam himself has built. Along both sides, there will be the houses and buildings of the town. I am not including the (laughs) infernal room because that is too inappropriate for the kitties. (laughs) We're leaving that out. (laughs) Um... (laughs) And throughout this scene, guests will see various sections where where Beetlejuice himself is in the scenes. So there's going to be like statues of him sitting in um, lawn chairs and playing around in the houses in the window. Um, Once they reach the top, they will enter into the town cemetery where they will see all of the tombstones, including Barbara's and Adam's. Beetlejuice is going to be sitting across the top of these stones. Guests will then travel to his own grave and pass under his tombstone to experience a small drop. 
After the drop, the, ra the raft will then carry guests along a path with various large bugs. So there's going to be really big beetles and spiders and flies and even snakes Ooh. that are going to be squirting water at the raft. I would hate that. I'm terrified of spiders, so I love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, the raft will then push guests along quickly before entering yet another enclosed space. So in this area, it's going to be similar to Pirates of the Caribbean, where there's different scenes. Um, and it's going to be like they are now in the Dietz's house. Uh, but this is kind of a different version than the versions in the movies. So along both sides of the raft, there's going to be simple animatronics of different characters from the movies. All of the sculptures are going to be placed on one side of the raft, and water is going to kind of cascade down the sculptures and fall Ooh. onto the guests. I love that. Um, <laughs> The Dietz's parents are going to be running from some of the sculptures as well, similar to scenes of Pirates of the Caribbean where um, the women are chasing pirates in a circle with the broom. Right, right. So it's going to be something like that. Um, there's also going to be see a scene of the dining room playing the music and showing some of the animatronics dancing around the table, similar to the scene in the movie. Um, and then there's going to be another scene that shows Lydia sitting and reading the handbook in a chair. Adam is going to be seen working on his small model of the town. At the end of the path, at the very last scene, there is an animatronic of Beetlejuice creeping around the corner with plans to cause havoc on the Dietz's family and the Maitlands. But there is also an animatronic of Barbara who calls out his name three times before his animatronic is, goes back around the corner and out of the space and the raft experiences another small drop going into the next area. Here, the raft begins to move more quickly and slightly more aggressively through the landscape of Saturn. The surrounding scenery gives the illusion that they are surrounded by sand. <clears throat> As the raft nears the end of the ride and this scene, there is a giant sandworm up ahead. The body of the sandworm is along the path as the raft moves around it. Guests head towards the big final drop of the ride where there is a giant head of the sandworm and guests are swallowed by the sandworm experiencing the final drop and that's the end of the ride oh my gosh that's so cool that was really oh my gosh that was amazing i love that thank you you're welcome both of your ideas were so interesting and i think it's really cool how they were they were i would say they're similar but they had enough like differences that it kind of gives me a feel of like disneyland disney world kind of thing is like one would go in one park and one would go to the other and everybody would talk about which one's better. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't know. That's that's what I see it as and I think it's fantastic. Um, and I appreciate you uh, both coming up with such amazing ideas. But now it's time to ask the questions I've been asking all my guests. Cassie, how do you think your pitch went? I think it turned out pretty well. <laughs> fantastic. And is there anything you'd like to say to the audience? Um... <laughs> That's me giving you finger guns, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Amazing. And Ivy, how do you think your pitch went? I think it went pretty well. Fantastic. Is there anything you'd like to say to the audience? Uh, thank you for listening. Um, if I know you personally, vote for me. Um, 
Yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and you heard them both saying, well, Cassie gave you finger guns, and that's our way of saying vote for her. <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> But how do you vote? Well, here's how you vote. You're going to go on my social medias and find the SurveyMonkey yeah, Survey link on both my Twitter and my Instagram. It will be in my pinned tweet. And you can find my uh, Twitter at ScottR021 or look up Dyslexic. And you can find the SurveyMonkey link in my bio on my Instagram at Dyslexic96. And you will have until Monday the 27th. That is Monday, January 27th, 2020 to vote. And remember, who you vote will be joining the other two winners in the finale of the competition. It's getting close, guys. The finale's getting close. So send your favorites to the finale. And before we go, I'm going to ask you both, because you both deserve it. Cassie, do you have anything you'd like to plug? <laughs> no. Fantastic. <laughs> Catch me at Cassandra.Joe if you want to get some of my 2020 real life stuff and not theme parks. <laughs> Fantastic. And Ivy, do everything you like to plug. My Instagram is underscore St. Ives underscore and my Twitter is, oh goodness, St. Ives 7. Okay. <laughs> I forget that all the time. <laughs> I, I, I don't blame you. Sometimes I'll try to say uh, my Twitter and I always want to say it's dyslexic, but it's not. It's at Scott021. It's not at dyslexic. <laughs> but if you look it up, it'll come up the same way. <laughs> but uh, thank you both for presenting these amazing ideas to us. I wish you both the best of luck. Thank you, everybody, for listening to week three. And don't forget to vote. Remember, you can go on my Twitter or my Instagram to vote using the SurveyMonkey links. I hope you all have an amazing week. And remember, Ultimate Imaginary will be going on all month. Next week is the finale episode. We will have three contestants competing head-to-head to create an attraction, and you will be voting for our winner. They will be getting the title of The Ultimate Imagineer and a $25 Disney gift card. And just one more reminder, the the regular Dyslexic Podcast will be returning for Season 2 in February with all new episodes. Bye, everybody.